You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I know God loves me. What you know makes all the difference. And some say what you don't know can't hurt you. That is not true. There's a lot of things, if you're not aware of it, can cause you a lot of help. But it, what makes a difference? If you know in all your heart, my Father loves me. You see, that was one of the, the great powers of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ lived in his Father's love. In John 8, he said to his disciples, you will all leave me, but I will not be alone, for the Father is always with me. For I always do what pleases him. Jesus lived in this love with the Father, where he says in John chapter 15, verse 9, as the Father has loved me, I love you. Abide in my love as I abide in my Father's love by doing what He has commanded me. So you will abide in my love if you do what I command you. And this is what I command you, to love one another as I love you and as you live in my love. Your joy, you will know my joy and your joy will be full. Many people are not very happy in life because they don't live in this love. They don't think about it. It's not their daily diet. It's not what makes them feel valued. And and so, because they don't know it, they're weak through the circumstances of life, like I've been reading to you from uh, uh, Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, where it says, but the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. What makes us weak and sometimes just not take the effort to see something good is because we don't have this strength in us that comes from the love of God. Oh, my friends, how feeling love makes you feel you can soar upon the storms of this life and rise far above them. Like the eagles, they allow the storm to just take them up above the storm. And they stay above the storm until it's passed by and they come back down again. They ride the wave, so to speak. And Jesus lived in this and he says here, as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Become stable and steady in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I've kept my Father's commandment and abide in His love. These things I've spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. I I, I meditate on this all the time. I really do. Am I praying? I always just think, Father, I thank you for loving me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus, thank you for inviting me into the love of the Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that through your love, I may know the love of the Father. You see, that's why Jesus came, friends, to manifest the love of the Father. God so loved the world, Jesus said, to convince Nicodemus that he could have a new birth, a new life. 
that he sent his son that whomsoever believes upon him would not perish but everlasting life. God so loved the world. Jesus said, I am the embodiment, the example of what it means to be loved by God. I personally believe that you and I should be the example of what it means to be loved by God. People should be able to look at us and see that God is good and that God is love because they see His mercy we don't deserve. They see His forgiveness we don't deserve. They see His goodness that isn't natural to our birth. They see His kindness. They see His graces, His abilities that is not natural to the human nature. And we are an example like Jesus of His love. I believe in this with all my heart, I really do. I believe that this is what we exist for. And you know, there's this verse, and I love reading it from the classic Amplified in 1 John chapter 4. Oh, how I love this thought. Listen to this. This is the second part of verse 19 of 1 John chapter 4. God is love, and he who dwells and continues in love dwells and continues in God and God dwells and continues in Him. Come on. If you keep dwelling in love, you dwell in God because God is love. In this union and communion with God, love is brought to completion and attains perfection within us that we may have confidence in the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face Him because we know as He is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in His love. Dread does not exist, but full-grown and complete perfect love turns fear out of the door and expels every trace of terror, for fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid is not reached the full maturity of love. It is not, has not yet grown into love's complete perfection. We love Him because He first loved us. You know, I was talking with somebody who was really in a challenge in some families, relationships where there was hostilities. And I understand that those hostilities can be terribly confusing and painful to bear when there's discord within family and when there's strife because it's so near to heart. It so hits you right at the, at the core of your daily living when it's people that you're related to. And I always find in my experience, and I only have lived 63 years now, but in my experience, all of those challenges are opportunities, opportunities for me to grow in the knowledge of my Father's love, to know, to know. God loves me. You see, I believe God wants you to live in that grace of His love continues like Jesus knew He was loved by the Father and dwelled in His love and He sought to communicate it with His disciples. He said in John chapter 17, verse 25 and 26, Father, the world doesn't know you, but I know you and I've revealed you to these disciples so that the mighty love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. You see, Jesus was communicating the Father's love in how he was living. But friends, we all have a choice when we're being tried 
if we're going to take on the nature of what tries us, or if we grow in the nature of one who enables us to overcome the trial, to reign in the midst of those trials, with what? With His love and kindness and goodness. And, and you see, this is how Jesus overcame the evil in this world, through the love of the Father and His love for the Father. He says, God so loved the world, He sent me. Jesus said, I am to show you that the Father loves you. And I am to show you that I love the Father by my self-sacrifice, John chapter 12 talks about. He says, so, uh, he says, when I'm lifted up, then the world will know I love the Father and the Father sent me. You see, Jesus through his sacrifice did not only demonstrate the Father's love for us, but his love for the Father and that he will always do the perfect will of the Father. Our salvation is in Jesus doing the will of our Father by saving us. That is the will of the Father that he saves us. He is our Savior. And we can trust Jesus to save us. So my point here is this. No matter what others do, you love. No matter how they talk about you, you love. Jesus says in Luke 6 and in Matthew 5 and 6, love those who hate you. Bless those who curse. Pray for those who cause you pain. You see, no matter what others do, we love. That's my, my life stands in reference to whom I live for and who lives in me. I live in this earth for this one purpose, that the love of my Father through His Son in me is revealed in all I am and say and do. And then how do you respond? Well, it says here in 1 Corinthians 13, love endures long, is patient and kind. So no matter what you face, you stay patient, you stay kind. And you may kind of go, well, I've not been doing so well in that. I have had so many times that I thought, oh, <laughs> Lord, I should have stayed patient. I, I, I didn't stay patient. Help me. So I personally, like I said a moment ago, find every trial and test an opportunity to grow in His love. And the Holy Spirit, John 5, verse 5 says, is pours His love in my heart. The resources of His love are in, inexhaustible. He said that you may be strengthened through might of the Holy Spirit in your inner man so that you may be rooted in love. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15 that you may know together with all the saints what is the height, the depth, and breadth, and length of Christ's love, and become filled with God Himself, and have the richest measure of His divine presence, for He, by His power at work in you, is able to do superabundantly what you ask and pray. So don't think, wow, I'll never be able to be, to endure long, to be patient and kind. No, love, love enables you. God's love enables you to be patient to endure long and to be kind, to not be envious or boil over with jealousy, to not be boastful, vainglorious, or display yourself haughtily to look down on others, to not be conceited, arrogant, or inflated with pride. It's His love that enables you not to be rude or unmanly or act, act unbecomingly. You see, love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights isn't, or its own way. It's not self-seeking, touchy, irritated, fretful, resentful. It takes no account of a suffered wrong to it. It does not rejoice at injustice 
and unrighteousness, but that does rejoice when right and truth prevail. Love bears upon anything and everything without failing, and it's always ready to believe the best of every person. Its hope never fades, and under whatever the circumstances keeps enduring, Oh, it never weakens love. Love never fails, never fades out. It never becomes obsolete or comes to an end because God is love and God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I know my Father loves me because He keeps giving me His love. And I want to be filled and flooded with the day and night. Amen. Have a good day.